Hey girl, do you get overwhelmed by all the noise when it comes to what to eat and how much to eat? What do you really put on your plate that's going to work for you? If you're trying to really do your best to work on your personal nutrition and not try to follow somebody else's plan for you, stick with me today. I want to talk about four tips that are going to help you build your personal nutrition. What should be on your plate? Not worrying about what anybody else is doing, but how can you figure this out on your own? It does take practice, but if you'll stick with me and stick to it, you'll find a way that works for you. So hang in there and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do, and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on a diet that works for your body, and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. So what about this concept of finding out what our body needs? What is our personal nutrition that's going to work, that's going to be sustainable for long-term, the long game? You know, for, for me, trial and error have been really a huge part of this process, this journey. And for each person, it really does come down to that. What what does your body need? Some of us need more carbohydrates than others. Some of us are better on a higher protein diet. And some of us really don't do well with a ton of vegetables. Maybe our, our, our systems don't work right. You know, we've got to be careful of whether it's cooked or raw, you know, all of us respond differently to different foods. And it really does take your intentional practice to figure out what types of foods that you enjoy that work for you that are really within the healthy program that you find yourself reaching your goals at, right? And so really coming back to the the basics really in and not really getting overwhelmed with a bunch of recipes, but really coming back to the basics is, you know, picking the things that you need to put on your plate when you're grocery shopping and not getting caught up in a recipe that has like 35 ingredients, right? Keeping it simple is what we need because when we're overwhelmed with that kind of stuff, I know for me, being overwhelmed with trying to, to cook all these recipes. Yeah, they're great, but the exhaustion that comes with the planning, the prepping, the shopping, and then you're spending all this money on ingredients that you would use once in a recipe, and then you end up throwing it out because you don't make that recipe again. So it's really finding uh, what's going to work for you in, in the long game. Only you can know what that what that is and what you need. And that's going to be based on your hunger, your energy, and your cravings. We all are different, but we all have to use that biofeedback for ourselves to figure out what it is that we're missing, what it is that we need to add. So how, how do you respond? How do you do this? So today I'm going to give you four tips. So get out your notebook, get out your pen, four tips to make sure that you're you're tackling what you need to to make your plate what it what it needs to be and then you make those adjustments as you go right after every single meal you're evaluating you're you're checking in you're you're doing the mindfulness piece you know 2 hours after your meal are you hungry you know you're checking in with the hunger energy and cravings so the first tip i want to talk about is what i've said many many times on this podcast is is making sure you have protein at every meal 
Women have a very difficult time getting enough protein. It's just something that we don't eat very much of unless you are training and you're doing a lot of weight training and you're very intentional about it on a regular daily basis. The average American woman does not eat a very good amount of protein in their diet. It's just not part of it. And so it's super important to know what that looks like for you. So do you know what a serving looks like? A serving of protein could be three to four ounces of chicken. A chicken breast that you get at the restaurant is probably going to be more than, than, than three or four ounces, could be five or six. But generally speaking, a serving of protein is if you look at your palm of your hand, don't, don't include your fingers, just the palm of your hand, the thickness of the palm of your hand and the size of the palm of your hand, whether that's a lean piece of steak, whether that's a chicken breast, whether that is pork loin, whether that is a piece of fish, that is your serving. So that's your eyeball looking at your palm. Everybody can kind of eyeball that when you're, you know, not being obsessive about it, but that's going to be generally speaking, a serving of protein. Now, if you have a serving of protein on your plate and you're hungry an hour and a half later, maybe that's not enough for you. Maybe you need to have a serving and a half of protein and a little less carbs. It's really being able to identify what it is and then evaluate based on your biofeedback. So if you're hungry, checking in with that, but looking at different types of protein that you enjoy, chicken thighs, uh, they have a little bit higher fat content, but um, I enjoy those a lot more than a chicken breast because chicken breasts, I can't seem to cook right. I've tried multiple recipes and they just don't taste good to me. So you find what tastes good to you. Salmon, if you like salmon or any other fish that is a good fish to, to get some good protein with, shrimp, pork tenderloin, lean cut of beef, it's all in how you prep it, right? Adding the seasoning that tastes good to you, obviously not adding a bunch of extra fat to that, but just making sure that you're, you are spicing that up to a, to a flavor that you enjoy. So that's the first tip is the protein in every meal. Secondly, is half of your plate should be filled with vegetables. Looking at your plate on a, on any given meal, where where are the vegetables? Are you you know a fistful, two fistfuls? Are you a little, a couple a couple portions on the plate, like one, two, three, four, five broccolis? You know what does that look like? Half your plate, if it's filled with vegetables, you know you're getting good fiber. You know you're getting good good filling content in your meal that's going to help fill your belly. That fiber is going to keep you fuller longer. So look at how you eat those vegetables. If you don't like vegetables, maybe it's because you haven't cooked them properly or you haven't prepared them properly. Roasting them or sauteing them are always my go-tos. I love to do roasted vegetables. A little bit of olive oil, toss the vegetables, whatever you like in that, and then salt and pepper, whatever, lay them out on a baking sheet, put them in the oven for on 400, check them, and, you know, once you like them to the consistency that you like, whether you like a little bit of, a little bit of a charring, a little bit of black, then that's great. Otherwise pull them out sooner. Sauteing vegetables, again, a little bit of olive oil, uh, avocado oil, whatever in your pan, saute those veggies, um, whatever veggies you would like. And, you know, again, seasoning them with a seasoning that's good to you. Obviously a salad is always a great way to get your veggies, especially if it's something that you can carry with you to, to work at your lunch. Um, 
you know, being able to get uh, good greens and then whatever vegetables you like, you you can't overeat vegetables, uh, throwing those in there, but also adding something to that salad that's going to be satisfying to you. If you like a little crunch, throw in some almonds. If you like a little bit of cheese, put in a little bit of goat cheese, put in a little bit of other cheese, a very small bit that's really going to make that satisfying, but not really add the calories to that the meal. Finding a good salad dressing that is not just a bunch of junk. Read the, read the ingredients. If you can't read the ingredients, forget about it. Find something that you enjoy. And then lastly here on in half your plate of vegetables, you can you really can't overeat them because they have so little calories. So making sure that you are not adding all the salad dressing that's got high, high fat, obviously that's going to add a calories to it, but really being able to prepare that um, with minimal fats, but some because you want the flavor. Um, something that you're going to enjoy. So you want to keep cooking them, right? The third tip is to eat healthy complex carbs on that plate. So whether that's a sweet potato, a regular potato, quinoa, or brown rice, you know, a, a serving and start off with, uh, start off with a serving and see how you do using spices again to, to make them taste good. Um, really a quarter of your plate should be, should be the, the, the complex carb. And again, being able to evaluate your, your hack, your hunger, energy, and cravings, evaluating that after your meal, if you're, if you're starting to feel like you, you're having a craving, you know, maybe it's at the end of the night or the end of the day, why are you having cravings? Well, evaluate based on all the meals that you ate that day. Evaluate, did I get enough protein today? And then, you know, you know, you can typically identify what it is that you didn't do that day that's led you to that behavior, that's led you to the low energy levels. Well, I just ate a bunch of carbs. I didn't even, I'm so, I'm so tired right now. And so really using that biofeedback to figure out what your next steps are the next day. So you're going to start the next day and you're going to make sure that you're hitting all of these things, making the adjustments as you need to. Maybe you add a little bit more protein a little less carbs, uh, you know, being able to manage your plate and do it in a way that works for you. The fourth tip is to learn to cook and eat at home. We cannot control what we're eating when we're eating out. And we don't know all the stuff that's going into the foods that we're eating, unless you're telling them specifically, I want broccoli and I want a little bit of olive oil on the side, you know, I, you know, whatever you, you're, you want to do to control that, you know, that's really hard to go out to a restaurant and do those things and be in control of what you're eating. If you're not good about, you know, only eating small portions of this huge portion that they've given you, you know, you're the one that knows best how to navigate that. But the, but the really, the, the most important thing is for long-term results is really learning how to cook at home and being dedicated and intentional about that. You can control what's in it. You can control the portions and, you know, you save a ton of money, right? So there you go. Um, so, you know, I think that if you implement these, you always want to use that HEC, the heck check to see where you are and how you're feeding yourself. Are you feeding yourself well? Are you falling short in some areas? And it takes practice. You have to be intentional about it. But once you get it down, it's automated, right? You know what you need, you know how much you need, and it just is automated. And you don't even really have to think about it anymore. And you're hitting your fitness goals. You're hitting your the, the weight loss that you want because you are in control of your plate. You know what you need to operate and to function the best that you can. 
but you only do that with practice. And guess what? When somebody else is doing that for, for you, when somebody else is writing a plan for you and giving you every single thing that you need, there's no investment on your end to stick with it for the rest of your life. We got to do this ourselves, right? We, if we don't have a personal investment in it, we can't figure it out ourselves and we just let somebody tell us, there's no investment there, right? How, how do we expect that to last long term when we've done no work on our end to know what it is that we need? It's just a disservice to us when we're, when we're relying on other people to tell us what we need because they don't know. They don't know how you're feeling all day long. You're just, you're just trying to follow the strict plan, which ends up, you know, you're falling off the wagon, you end up binging or whatever it is, and you can't sustain it because it's not the program that you've invested time and energy in to figure out for your own self what it is that you need. So I encourage you to really put the time and the effort in to figure these things out for yourself. You want to be able to have a not so obsessive mindset about food, right? You want to be able to have this automated, this is, this is what I know that I like that works. And this is going to meet my goals. I'm going with this. I know this, this is just part of how I eat. If you have that and that's practiced, you can really go anywhere at any time and eat the way that you need to eat. You know, it, Something that we teach in Moderation 365 is really you're eating the same on Monday that you do on Saturday. You're eating every single day the same because you have you know exactly what works for you. That's not saying you're not having a piece of chocolate here and there, but really being able to hone these things in and figure these things out for yourself is going to give you the freedom then to do the things that you want to do, whether that's, you know, go out for an ice cream cone here and there um, and not feel deprived that that is really part of this lifestyle as well. Moderation every single day of the year and really being automated in that. So if you want to know more about that, would love to share with you. I am a Moderation 365 nutrition consultant and there's lots of tools there that can help guide you in food behaviors and shifting and changing those. But this really is, these four tips can really help you know what it is you need on your plate and then help you identify the things you need to add or take away to really feel good and to be able to sustain that for long term for the long game. So I hope that you find something that's useful here for you and begin to put that in practice even right now, put it in the practice your next meal, shooting for that and really doing the work to figure out if it works if that plate worked for you or not, and if you need to shift and change anything. If you want to check in with us, would love to see you in the group at our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, or you can always email me directly. Would love to connect with you, share any information about Moderation 365 and the tools that will help you with your food behavior, obsession, that kind of thing. Tara, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. I hope this has blessed you and I hope that you have a great day. See you next time. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.